0: Let's go! ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam.
1: And welcome to Sports Info UM. It's a sad day. It's been a sad couple days. Uh, Muhammad Ali, the greatest, people's champion, Louisville Lip, man, sting like a butterfly, float like a bee. Hey, man, you know, this, hey, Muhammad Ali was the greatest of all time, you know, and I mean, he's going to be thoroughly missed, wow, and I can remember watching Muhammad Ali uh, fight Joe Frazier twice on regular TV, me and my dad watched it, you know, I remember watching Muhammad Ali, um, fight George, Foreman thriller in Manila. And, uh, I also remember Muhammad Ali in his late days, uh, fighting Leon Spinks when he polished and I definitely remember him fighting Larry Holmes when he definitely shouldn't have been fighting at all. Um, you know, and, and, and we think about Muhammad Ali and what a great man he was and what a, what a super ambassador he was, um. For the United States and and for the world of boxing, wow, what a what a great man! And um, it's just it's it's sad to see him leave, but um, hey, he, he he will be thoroughly missed. And when we think about our greatest moments of Muhammad Ali, uh, what would they be? And I I, I thought about that uh, as I was uh, thinking about the show and working on things, and I thought that you know I think my greatest moment of um. Muhammad Ali would have to be when we were all wondering who's going to light the torch, final leg of the torch in the the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta. And everybody was wondering, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And at the end, he came out of nowhere. And the lights came on him. And I think everybody that was watching that was saying, "Hey, Muhammad, please don't drop it. Don't drop the torch. Don't drop the torch." Because everybody loved Muhammad Ali, and hey, he didn't—he didn't let us down. Uh, he didn't let us down as a champion. He was—he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Uh, hey, he went—he—he—he he, he went up to the torch, and uh, and and lit the Olympic flame held the torch with a shaky hand. And lit, the, and lit the Olympic flame. What a great, great man, Muhammad Ali. Um, you know, and, and when we look at his record, um, 56 wins, 37 KOs, and five losses. You know, and, and wow. <laughs> his record speaks for itself. But um, when we think about him, I think we lose the um, fact that, um, yes, he was a Muslim, well, what a civil rights um, leader he was too, you know, and he and he let people know that you know we're all equal, and I think that uh and you you see him now and and now that we see him, uh, the spokesperson for Muhammad Ali is is a white man, you know, and it's not a, I don't know what to, what his religion is, but his race appears to be white, but I think you know when we look at uh, Muhammad Ali, we don't I don't think anyone ever defined him as as a Muslim or define him as a black man he was just the greatest uh, uh, almost like a superhero to a lot of people and um, hey he, he did his thing and he's gonna be sorely missed we're gonna miss him in so many ways and uh, we're gonna miss his voice we're gonna miss him but you know he, he leaves behind um, um, his spouse, Yolanda Williams, a beautiful woman. Um, he's been married to her since 1986. You know, wow. You know, that's 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 like coming up on, I guess 30 years he's been married to her, and um, he has a lot of children. Um, uh, Leila Lee is uh, one of the most famous um, children. Um, she's a um, she well, uh, well, she was a champion boxer herself. You know, and so. Uh, he, he, he's he's gonna be missed but uh, his legacy will live forever and ever and ever you know it's kind of funny now not to compare to uh, Michael Jordan to Muhammad Ali but it's so many kids that just blast and blast about Michael Jordan Michael Jordan Michael Jordan and they've never seen him play and the only thing they could have seen is maybe a commercial or something they saw on the internet or, or video but a lot of people a lot of young people just Talk about Jordan like like he's still playing today. But Muhammad Ali was that kind of figure, you know. We we talked about him like he was still the greatest champion of them all, you know. It, it's 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 unbelievable. But hey, he's a he's he was the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay. You know, I, I remember when he changed his name, you know, to Muhammad Ali from from Cassius Clay you know so hey uh and 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 none of us I I never thought anything of it when uh, when he changed his name and and I guess back then um when he when he changed his name I think it was in uh, 19 1970 74 maybe but when he changed his name to um to Muhammad Ali Back then, you being a Muslim wasn't a wasn't a, a big thing, and me being a country boy from Florida, I didn't really know any difference um, about him, you um, know, you know, changing his name to to um, to cat from Cassius Clay to Cassius Clay from from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali, and I. To me, at that time, I thought Cassius Clay was was a cool name, but I thought Muhammad Ali was an even cooler name. So you know, it did it, it, it wasn't a real, real, um, real big issue at the time, and I and and to the world, it was definitely not an issue. You know, um, so I um um you know we're gonna miss Muhammad Ali, but um you know he's he's um. His his legacy will live forever and ever and ever. Now let's talk about a guy that his legacy may not may not live forever. You know Art Browse. You know Coach Browse. You know he's he's been let go by um, by the um, Baylor University uh, football program or Baylor University. He's been let go, but Coach Browse has um, you know he's turned the cheek. On too many occasions, you know, and a lot of times um, we we look at uh, we 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 look at some players, not players. We look at some teams, and, and I heard this term some years ago um, from a gentleman that uh, that I that I know, um, Greg Larson, from St. Augustine, former um, Jacksonville Times news writer. Um, he said that. Some teams get thugged up, you know, and I was, and I, I, I almost took offense to it. You know, I was like, Well, what do you mean, Greg? He, he says, Well, you know, they take these guys, they have questionable character issues. They're great players, but they, they have questionable character issues. They hang with maybe some people that they shouldn't be hanging with. Um, They're out in all time of night, probably doing things they shouldn't do. A lot of them have records that they should have, but they don't because they're good football players in the towns and the cities that they're in. But people know. And I think um, Arthur Ray Browse, he took too many of those kind of players and, 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 and it ended up biting them in the tail at the end. And you know it's, it's a it's a problem um, that a lot of a lot of a um, lot of schools have. Some of them are able to corral these these players and keep them under wraps, but um uh, some some teams have 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 trouble um dealing with it. You know, I'm I'm not gonna say Jimbo Fisher has um has has had a, has had a severe problem like Coach Browse at Baylor. But I'm going to tell you right now, Jimbo Fisher is really trying to get out of Florida State because he sees the writing on the wall. And we talked about this on our show last year, that Coach Browns needed to leave Baylor. He needed to get out of Baylor. He wanted to leave Baylor. And maybe people around the the NFL knew about some of these things that were going on at the university, and that's why he hasn't had a job there, but give him just a little time. Give him just a little time and you'll see this man either coaching somewhere at a smaller university or he will be coaching in the NFL. And, um, and hey, there's, that's some, you know, good coaches are hard to find. And coach Riles has, has proven he, you get him some athletes and he can coach and he's, he appears to be a very good organizer, you know, um he's he's had a Heisman trophy come come through his his hands. Uh he's had a uh a, a number one pick uh well maybe not the number one pick, but he's he's had some great players come through there. So I really think that um that coach Browse is going to have another coaching job and um and and it, and it won't be long. You know, his overall coaching his overall co- college coaching record is is 99 and 65. That's that's a pretty good record, you know, and because um, the the guy that's going to take his place, um, Jim Grobe, his his overall college record, and and Jim is just the interim coach at Baylor. His overall college record is is thirty three and thirty three, and, and in in two thousand thirteen he signed, and no, I think it was um, two thousand. 7, he signed a contract with, um, <clears throat> he signed a contract with, um, with, uh, hold on, we got We got a call on the line. Eric, what's happening, Eric? What's going on?
2: Not much. What you been up to?
1: Hey, loving life, enjoying this world of sports, and enjoying the world that I have. You know, I, we're right now in a little, a little thunderstorm here in Northeast Florida, uh, th- um, Tropical Storm Collins. He's just dropping a lot of rain. Don't seem like he's really doing any real damage. How's That's it going good. with you?
2: Living life. Taking yeah. it day by day.
1: Yeah. So who are you going with in these NBA playoffs? LeBron James? Nope. Oh, you going with Steph Curry? Yes, sir. And and have, how long have you been pulling for him? Did you, did you start pulling for him last year? When they won their first championship, or did you just start pulling for them this year because they're a good team?
2: This year. This year? Yeah, yeah. I think Curry's uh, out to prove something.
1: And, and what is that you think it is, that he's he's tough? You know, he a light-skinned tough dude? You know, because some people <laughs> play light-skinned, people they soft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, it is know, so true. Especially them light skinned joke with them funny eyes, you know them green They caught a light green eye, light brown eye, they're all oh, they real soft. But I think that's what one of the things Curry's out to prove that, you know, he's not soft. By no means is he soft.
3: And that he can take a team and win with them.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and hey, and you know, a lot of people criticize him this year, saying that, you know. He's not that good and some people even said some things like um um criticized him like he really is shouldn't be the two time MVP, you know. Um but I really think Curry has 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 done his thing. He he really has. He has. He, yeah, he's, he's done his showing up. He is showing up, yep.
2: yeah. And he's showing that his team can play with him and they right there to back him.
1: I, I agree, and and he's showing that he's really the leader of this team, you know, you know, and, and he is the leader of this team. Yeah. So, do you think it's do you think it's gonna go six games, seven games, or it's, or it's over in four?
2: I think it's gonna be over in four.
1: Cool, cool.
2: Unless LeBron pulls something out of his sock. I
1: don't know if he can. I really don't know if he can, Eric.
2: I don't I, think he can do it. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, and I just I just really think that the Cavaliers team has so much bench power, they have a lot of guys on their bench that probably should be starting for a lot of teams. And matter of fact, I think they bench could beat the New York Knicks, could beat a lot of teams in the NBA. They could beat the Orlando Magic. They bench uh uh, uh Golden State Warriors bench could beat the Orlando Magic starting five right now. It's true. Yeah. Hey Eric, we got a call on the line, but don't you be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night from eight to nine on the Voice America Radio. Please give us a call, and you say Lebron and um, uh, uh, Curry, old light skin Curry, proving that light skin is in and they tough. You know, it ain't like that. Ain't like that white meat. You know, the fish, that white meat fish, you just put put a knife in it and and break it. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, all, hey, right, he's, all right hey Eric don't be a stranger give us a call we're here every Monday night on the voice of America radio sports info um thanks hey we got Diane on the line um I'm
2: on the line
1: Diane how are you I'm doing
2: good I'm doing good how are you
1: I'm doing good thank you for calling the show
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, and and, and this cool. is Diane, Diane Cooper, elementary school teacher. I know you're so happy, Diane. This got to be your, you know, like some of us. Football season is our favorite time of year, but for you, this has to be your favorite time
2: of year. Why? Well, Cause school was out. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. last day was Friday. Your last day
1: is Friday or was Friday?
2: No, it was Friday, June 3rd.
1: Oh. oh, my goodness. Diane, I remember those days, and I know this is like, ooh, this is like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Woo! New yes. Year's, all of that wrapped into one. You know, ooh, it's Wonderful. like a big relief. Ooh, oh, so yes. good. It's so good. And one good thing about teaching in Florida here is that you get, you get a few paychecks for staying home in the summertime, you know?
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, and so, yeah. you know, in, in my county, it's just like, um, there is no option. So they're just going to save your, you know, your six checks at, you know, the end of the year. And so um, that works out. I know some other counties, they have the option of, um, you know, getting it all while they're actually in school with the kids.
3: And then the summer is,
2: I mean, it's still the same amount of money, but if they didn't budget <laughs> throughout what? the year... No, they gonna you know, no, I'm
1: gonna tell you a quick little story when I was teaching. I think it was maybe my second year teaching, might have been my first year teaching, and my, my it was my first year teaching in Dade County. Right? I wanted okay. all of my money right up front, I got everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, summer came around, summer came around. I have no money, you hear what I'm telling you? I have no money. I called. I, I said, what am I gonna do? And I, you know, I'm college graduate. I'm, I'm always. I'm pretty smart. I said, "Let me go to unemployment." So I went to unemployment and filed for unemployment and started getting a check too. Really? Guess oh, what? Yeah. My school. My school called me the next week. Hey, we got a little summer job over here for you. I'm like, "That's all right." <laughs> oh, so so you were able to get unemployment? I, didn't think I you was could. able to get unemployment in Miami. Oh.
2: Oh, and and this, is in, this, this was
1: in 1990. 1990 I think. Yeah,
2: because probably you had already gotten all your checks. though, I mean, yeah, I'd already gotten paid. Yeah. I ain't, they didn't have no, yeah. I didn't
1: have no more money coming in. So hey, I was right. completely yeah. unemployed. Yeah, but I right. thought that was so cool. But, you know, and I and I think that's one of the few times in my life I think I fleeced the system. But I don't really think I fleeced the system because it was my money. <laughs> I worked hard, for the unemployment. unemployment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, but oh. Dan, that's enough of us talking about school and unemployment. Okay. What's going on in your world of sports?
2: Um oh. I um I did not watch the game last night. Okay. Um so but I did hear that um Golden take the Warriors did win.
1: They won handily, oh. as a matter of fact. Yeah. they Yeah, they, yeah. They won. Yeah, they won't handle it. Yeah, and so sound, I it, it's like it's uh, you know
2: I didn't really have a particular team, but um I was going to try to go for a Durant um, when they were playing the Warriors, but that didn't work out. So you know just yeah. so you get a look, right? Just so you know,
1: you can get a taste of what it might feel like to you know to yeah. watch. Yeah, so, so they couldn't they couldn't pull it off. So they could not pull it off. Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, I guess LeBron is okay, but I wouldn't say he's my favorite. Maybe you should have stayed in Miami.
1: Maybe that may have helped him a little bit. Hey, Diane, we got to take a quick commercial break. But when we get back... I want you to talk to us about Steph Curry. You know, like, we had this little conversation a while back where Eric was light-skinned in and if Steph Curry have something to prove for light-skinned people? You know that we tough? not not we because I'm a little dark myself. You know, I'm chocolate brown. Oh. Anyway, hey, guys, we'll be right back on the Sports Info. you radio show right after these messages.
0: Look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's sports talk on the voice America sports network. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
2: Are you the ultimate outdoorsman? Could you survive in the remote backcountry and rugged terrain? Do you have the skills to handle unforgiving conditions? Well, this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trev, you'll learn how to hone your woodsmanship and hunting skills in challenging conditions and what it takes to survive and thrive in nature's most far-flung corners. Joining us will be Chad Glazer from Alaska Outdoors TV and Winchester Deadly Passions' Melissa Bachman. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And hey, welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Diane on the line. Hey, Diane, earlier we had a call of Eric, and he was saying that, you know, Steph Curry has something to prove. That, you know, he's a two time MVP, he almost has like a target on his back. Guys are always trying to rough him up because he seems to be a a kind of slim, slender guy. And, you know, he's that light-skinned brother, you know, with the the pretty brown eyes. You know, everybody thinks they soft. You know what I'm saying? Now, do you think Curry has something to prove? Do I think what now? Steph Curry has something to prove. He's trying to prove that he is a tough guy. Oh, no, I don't think he really has
2: anything to prove. I mean, he's already shown that he's great. So, um, uh, like I said I haven't really followed them a lot, but I know um when they I listened with game game six and they were playing um, OKC. and you know, I mean different things there. There's a teammate, you know, showed up also. Um, but I, I think he, he needs need to bring the game, does He can bring it at any so
1: and I, I agree with you he when he needs to bring he his game he, he, he brings his game and Diane you yes. know speak, speaking of Kevin Durant you know um, he's he's in the end of his, he's at the end of his contract and there's a lot of oh. stories about him leaving and going to a much bigger market than Oklahoma and there are a lot of oh. big, big markets you know New York Knicks are definitely in need of of some help desperately um, right. and then there's the uh, Miami Heat. That um, lost LeBron James, and and we don't know what's going to happen with Chris Bosh, and and you know there's some other teams out there like the Lakers just lost Kobe Bryant. You know we're talking about three of the biggest markets in the world practically: uh, New York, Miami, and Los Angeles. Can we? Do you think we'll see Kevin Durant at one of those markets next year? Um, I, I
2: think it, yeah, that could be a possibility. Um. Uh, I, I don't want to, you know, bring home a token uh, for, okay, see, but I, I think um, if you can see that in another area, I think he'll, he'll take it unless they really just give him a package not Turn down.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then when so. we look at it, um, uh, West, Russell Westbrook is basically in the same situation. And they're probably not going to be able to keep both of them, but you know maybe they can find a way to keep both of them. And but when we look at it, Kevin Durant could probably make half of his salary in a city like New York or a city like Los Angeles, you know, or probably in Miami. <clears throat> excuse me, in Miami as well, you know. So that the money that they would make, that he would make off the court, would have to be a draw for him to consider. Going to a bigger oh, market.
2: Big, big, big. Yeah. 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 Pierceville, something like
1: nice. Gatorade commercials.
2: Oh, yeah. It's got to be something, uh, to, totally worth Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you're going to promise, okay, we're going to get this lineup, and, you know, this is going to be the perfect lineup to, 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 to uh. To, uh, the NBA Finals, but you know, stuff so right. happens. There is no guarantee to
1: that. Right. You, you know, uh, Diane, you um, uh, before we let you go, and I know we can't keep you forever, but um, you know, the passing of Muhammad Ali um, has, has saddened the world, and uh, it's definitely saddened the sports world. Um, we, were talking, I, we were talking earlier uh, about our most memorable moments or thoughts about Muhammad Ali and I remember in 1996 when he, um, we were all wondering who was going to light the candle for the, light oh. the, uh, the, um, Olymp- the Olympic, yeah. Yeah, who's going to light the Olympic torch? And all of a sudden, they gave it to Muhammad Ali at the end. And he went up <laughs> there with shaky hand and all and, and, and put it down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so that's my most yeah. memorable moment about Muhammad Ali. And yours, Diane?
2: Um, well, um, I don't know if it's thing, but I just remember, um, uh, the thing, oh, like a bus,
1: well, I like a like <laughs> <laughs> uh, a I, I, I just always think of, think of him when I hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for so. sure, for sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, hey, Diane, thank you for calling, and hey, don't be a stranger, call us anytime, okay. here every Monday night on the Sports Info, your U-M radio show. Okay, all right, we'll do yeah. Okay, thank you. All right, All right, All you're right. welcome. Bye. Hey, we got Sandra on the line. Sandra,
3: what's going on? Hi, Dale. How are you?
1: I'm doing wonderful. Hey, Sandra, from the Reach Back Foundation. And um, how's everything going over in, in Central Florida and Orlando?
3: Did, did uh, Tropical Storm Collins hit you guys hard? Well, we have some... I'm actually in Lake Mary right now, and there's some light rain, you know, it's coming. You can tell that it's definitely coming. But uh, other than that, everything is coming along. Uh, We do now have a new building in Sanford. We just got a building on Friday, and the building was vacant for a while, and we're planning to start our summer food program there on the 13th. So we're reaching out to the community for support. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, and this just really kind of happened basically by the grace of God. You know, I went looking for a place, not knowing that I was going to find one in that speed of time and under a lot of duress to get a place right away and the door opened up and um, we really need to make it happen for the children and for the community. Not only are we doing a summer food program, but we're going to do a soup kitchen there as well. And this is a unique building, and I like it because everything that I really need and want is there. I mean, it has a full kitchen. I don't know the condition of the uh, stove and freezer, the walk-in freezer at this point, but it also has a shower and it used to be a juvenile facility. So there's actually beds there that's on the side of the wall. It's kind of unique, as I said, but that would be a great opportunity to help the homeless, you know, give them an opportunity to come in, take a shower, you know, take a nap, get some rest, you know, to do some transitional housing opportunity as well. So we're just trying to reach out to the community to make this happen, you know, we only have a week to try to generate some revenue quickly, so we can get the doors open for the children on the thirteenth.
1: And Sandra, how can we reach you? Um, you have a website or an um, a email address? So how can we reach?
3: Yes. You? Yeah, the website is www.reachbackfoundation.com, and that's R-E-A-C-H-B-A-C-K. Foundation.com. My phone number is 321 217 7017. And my email address is Henry D, as in David, shop at AOL.com. That's Henry D shop at AOL.com. And mm. I will give them a mailing address because the address on the website, since this happened so quickly, is not a good uh, mailing address. Okay. So I can give them a P.O. box that could be utilized as well, that is P.O. Box 952532, Lake Mary, Florida 32795. And that's 952532, Lake Mary, Florida 32795.
1: And you're doing some things to organize some programs for youth this summer, and youth and adults, right?
3: Oh, yes, yes. We have a community outreach. The summer food program is primarily for the children, but we do lectures, workshops. uh, We do financial planning. We also do budgeting, you name it, you know, financial services. We really try to help the community as a whole, and a lot of it starts with the parents, you know, educational rehab, you know, mentoring, things like that. Uh, We had a food pantry in Orlando and we was providing food to 4,000 people a month. And it includes veterans, senior citizens, homeless, and I consider the working poor. People that go to work every day after they pay their expenses, there's no money left. So we take care of those people and try to make sure their needs are met. Whereas if they need a bed, we try to help them with a bed. If the kids need book bags, school supplies shoes, clothing, things of that nature. We are planning on August the 6th in Orlando to do a back-to-school event to give away book bags and school supplies over there and also, of course, distribute it to the kids over in Sanford as well. So we and, have some major projects going on. This is a Reach Back Foundation, and,
1: uh, and you're in Lake Mary
3: is where you're located? Yes, I'm in, located in Lake Mary, but the new building is in Sanford.
1: Okay. And 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 for those, you know, our radio station goes around the world, um North and South Korea and all over the world. So, um, you know, somebody in the, around this global world that we live in might be able to help uh, help you with the with the stroke of an ink pen and um and you're in Lake Mer now in Sanford, Florida. Yes. This is a Reach Back Foundation and trying to make our community a better place and trying to help people that really need a hand up. And uh, and if we can help people it it all it's, it goes a long way so we're always here to try and yet, help.
3: Darryl, we are active 501c3. So whatever contributions that anyone makes is fully tax deductible, you know, on our website you can donate there. If anyone is going to make a substantial donation I do ask that they mail a check or money order whatever the case may be because it is through PayPal and PayPal have fees so we don't want all the money you know really eaten up in fees so we do have an option for quick results to utilize uh, the online donation uh, to go through PayPal but like I said if it's going to be substantial then we want them to mail it and again that was uh you know, PO Box 952532, Lake Mary, Florida 32795. And we're in an urgent situation, so we need help, you know, like right now. People just assume if you're a 501c3, this money falling out the sky. You can get this grant, that grant. Grants are just like applying for a job. And not only that, grants takes time. You may apply for a grant now, and it's not funded to next year. So our situation is immediate help. We're trying to get open in a week. So we we need some miracles
1: to happen right now. Right. Well, hey, you know, uh, prayer solves a lot of things, and I really believe in the power of prayer and, and um, the blessings of God. So um, you never know, and, and we and we're gonna keep praying. And um, I know that our station goes to a lot of people, and hopefully, someone's out there listening that um, that can just take care take care of your situation uh, as as. As quickly as we can blink an eye, so yes. um, we're going to keep hope alive. And uh, and and before we let you go, and we, no, we don't have to let you go. But um, we got to talk a little bit about sports. Um, you know, the Reach Back Foundation is a very important thing. But ho- what is your fondest memory of Muhammad Ali? That's what we've asked all of our callers tonight. Uh, <laughs> what is your fondest memory of the he greatest the of champ. all time?
3: He's the champ. He's the greatest, and also. We have a sports program within our program. You know, we do, uh, you know, some uh, professional athletes come in and do some training with the kids in basketball and football, you know, and things of that nature. I come from a sports family. So, you know, sports is very active in our lives. And, you know, Muhammad Ali really set the tone. You know, he really set the tone. He was different. You know, he was outspoken and he was determined. And that's what is required today. You have to be persistent and stand for what you believe, you know. And he's made a lot of positive changes in the community.
1: Oh, yeah. Everywhere he went, he made a lot of positive changes.
3: Most definitely. Most definitely.
1: He had style, you know.
3: He had style. Oh, he was in a class all
1: by himself.
3: You know oh, what I yes, mean? Yes,
1: yeah. yes, 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 yes. At one man, at one point, he was the most recognized man in the world. You know, and that's a, yes. that's just lets us know uh, he stood alone. You know, when yes, when people recognize you from your voice to just your picture, oh, that's Muhammad Ali. You know, I think um, you know that says that says enough by itself. You yes. know, hey, yes, but we got a couple of minutes before we, before we take a quick break, and uh, I want you to pub the. Um, up the um the foundation a little bit more, and I really have some um some ideas, and I need you to shoot me an email. Uh, my email address is Daryl Oliver thirty seven, uh, my first and last name D A R R Y L O L I V E R thirty seven at gmail.com and um and I and I wanna I wanna send you some contacts, send you a contact at least in the Central Florida area. And I want you to get in contact with that lady right away.
3: Okay, okay wonderful. I sure will. Okay. okay. Yeah. Hey, um, but before we go, and I would a- keep you up to speed, you know. And I would love for you to come out. You know, I would like for you to do a lecture with the kids. You know, that's what we need. You know, we need black men to come out and encourage young black men and show them, you know, where you came from and look where you are today. You know, they need to be inspired and they need to have positive mentors. So I would welcome you and love for you to come out and mentor the kids and, and set an example and give them something to aspire to. That's what we do. And that's why I name my foundation Reach Back because we have to reach back and pull somebody up. You know what I'm saying? That's what we have to do.
1: That's for sure. That's definitely what we have to do. And, um, and as a matter of fact, my roots go back to the sanford Fernando area. My mom is uh, from Sanford. Uh, I have relatives um, uh, there now in the Sanford uh, area. So, hey, uh, I remember when there was nothing but, but dirt roads and orange groves in Sanford.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know that
3: was pretty much Central Florida in general. You know, and, and it's been growing. Yes. It's changed tremendously, tremendously. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. My aunt lived in my mother's aunt lived in Sanford in Oviedo. Excuse me, in Oviedo, and uh, we used to go there every every summer. It was like clockwork. And must sometimes we went twice a year, Christmas and summers. Uh, she only had two aunts. One lived in Sanford and one lived in um, St. Petersburg. Went to both of them twice a year. And trust me, Sanford was nothing but orange groves and dirt roads until Disney came and everything changed.
3: Yes, Disney hey. Disney changed the scope of Orlando and put Orlando on the map, you know. Oh, yeah. And yeah. at one point, I don't know if they are today, one of the largest employers. So it really had a major impact on the economy, you know, for Central Florida. I'm sure right now Disney is
1: definitely the largest employee in, uh, in Central Florida. Yep. But, hey, um, Sandra, we're here every Monday night, so don't be a stranger. Okay. Give us a call any Monday you night. You so and we can always sure talk about the Reach Back Foundation and what's going on. And uh, shoot me that email, and we're going to try and make some things happen. It's ASAP.
3: Hey, I, right away thank you Daryl, so much I appreciate you and
1: don't forget the power of prayer is most oh yes most yes, yes yes yeah. yes amen we love what you're doing and we're going to do what we can for you thank you so much thank you right. okay bye bye take care alright bye bye hey guys you're listening to Sports Info UM on the Voice of America radio we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back
0: Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum Info U.M. 3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info you, U.M. We've been talking about the loss of um, Muhammad Ali, and it's been a tremendous loss in the in the in the world of boxing and in in the world period. But um, like I was saying earlier, his legacy will 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 last forever. You know, and he, will will people will be talking about him a uh, hundred years from now. They'll still be talking about Muhammad Ali. Um, but Talib Khalib, um, the defensive back for the Denver Broncos. Got shot over the weekend. And guess where? Where else would he get shot at? You know, a strip club. Come on, man. Where else would a brother get shot at? You know, he got shot at at, at a strip club. You know, that's that's just that's just how it go. You know, if you hang around a strip club, you get shot. You know, I'm not going. That's 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 really not a good statement because I've been around some strip clubs and I never got shot. But I guess if you got if if you worth, say, fifteen or twenty two million, I don't think you should be hanging around a strip club. I think you should probably be having a little stripper lounge at your house, you know, and and call call a couple of strippers around twelve o'clock when they off work. You know, come on over here, girl, and make some extra money, dog. you don't be you just you just don't. To me, you just don't. You just don't be going to strip clubs when you were. 20 million. And if you do, you definitely have to go through the back door and get in the private lounge. You know what I mean? Either you and apparently there was a fight at a strip club. Somebody got in a fight. And then the fight went outside and some shots was fired and Taleb got shot. You know, they say it wasn't serious, but hey, you never know when when that lead hit you. I don't care if it just grazed you. You can get lead poison, if nothing else, you know, good gracious. I, I just I, I, I have I have to question these guys with the um, with being in places like strip clubs when your when your net worth is above seven million or eight million, or when you're gonna make eight million this season. And you're you in a strip club. It's to me, it just doesn't make sense because there are people in there that don't like you. You worth seven million, eight million. People walk behind you and look at you and say, "Ooh, that watch worth hundred thousand dollars. That necklace might be worth twelve thousand dollars." I know I can get me six Gs for that tonight. You know why would you why would you put yourself in a position like that? You know, go to Disney World. You know, man. I'll, I'll get the strippers to come over. I don't. I don't get this. I, I. I just. I just don't understand that. But we have. We don't live in his shoes. We don't know the life that he's lived. We don't know what he's gone through. We can use all of these excuses, but it's still stupid to be hanging out in a strip club. No, to basically go to any one of these clubs where you know. You know thugs hanging out there. And, and they don't have a metal detector at the door. Come on. Don't go in places like that. That's not a smart move. That's just really not a smart move. And, and I know sometimes we're we almost we almost tempted to go to those kind of places because that's where the action is. That's where, you know, hey, that's where them freaks at, baby. But that ain't, that's not, it, it might be a time for that. And maybe it's when you retired from the NFL and you're trying to find a way to spin your net worth of twenty million, maybe that's the time for but while you're still trying to out here trying to make this money to leave and you only have a few more years left that you can make this money, I really think you might need to just chill for a minute, man. Don't 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 put yourself um, in, in those kind of predicaments because you're gonna be a loser every time. Every time. If it because if 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 TMZ just takes your picture Leaving the joint at three in the morning, it's a, it's an issue. You know, I, regardless. And we've said this on the show enough times that that when John Doe goes in a strip club and he gets shot, no one even knows about it. No one knows about it. But when a keep when a keep lead gets shot, Denver Broncos defensive back. Get shot a couple of days after being with the president, um, celebrating the Super Bowl. When he gets shot, oh, it's not John Doe gets shot at a strip club. No, it's Super Bowl champion Aqib Talib of the Denver Broncos was shot leaving a strip club. Hey, that that's the kind of that's the kind of story that 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 makes headlines. And I guess, you know, and 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 the offseason is not over. Trust me. There will be other guys in this throughout this year that will um there'll be other guys throughout this year that will be I hope no hope no one gets shot um fatally, but guess what? Last year around this time, Chris Johnson got shot and we were talking about it on this show. And guess what? Last year, and then he came on and to be the starting running back for the Arizona Cardinals this year. So you know, and and, and Chris got shot worse apparently than um, than um, Tlaib got shot. Not to say one is worse than the other. Getting shot is getting shot, but you know, uh, Chris was was you know, his was a little more serious than uh, than Tlaib's. However, saying it all. And Chris was in a he, he put himself in a bad position as well, you know. When these guys put themselves in positions like that, when they put themselves in positions like that, it's just—you know—you—I you, you, hate to say you're asking for it, but you should know better, because you're—you're you're in a—you're—you're you, you're, you're in the big leagues now, baby. I mean, it's people trying to trying to to mess your life up. It's not like it is when you're in college where you had a lot of people doing everything they could to try and keep your life uh, straight. You know, they did everything they could to try and keep your life straight. You know, a lot of things you could do in college, get away with, or people are almost brushing them under the rug. Or maybe you in your college town, um, you, you, you're drinking and driving. Police may, may take you home or take you to your apartment or your dormitory. Not in pros. When a lot of these guys, a lot of these police officers in pros, they look at you or like they, you're, you're, you're overpaid, overpaid millionaire. Um, you're, you're a spoiled millionaire and they don't necessarily give you the same kind of love you're going to get in say your college town. You know, um, a lot of things, Hey, Baylor university is a as a prime example you know these kids. We we had sexual assaults going on on this campus that were being brushed under the rug and pushed to the side, and and players being eligible to play, and and wow, it's just it, it's it's an ugly situation in Baylor. But that's how it is when you're in college. A lot of things you do you can get away with, um, and. I can speak for things that happened when I was in college in the 80s. Um, But when I look at things that I see now, I know that a lot. You know, Florida State, you know, we look at at, um, um, Winston, you know. Here's a quarterback that was, you know, he went through a a sexual assault case. Um, Not a case, but he went through a a sexual assault um, where the university... um, basically did everything they could to cover up his, um, sexual assault, um, he's going to be paying this woman for a long time, but another example of how, how these, um, assaults have been pushed under the rug, and, and, and there's even been a story of a, of a, not a, um, well, um, not necessarily. A, well, it was a, 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 a. You could say it was a sexual assault. Uh, Peyton Manning mooned a, a, a female trainer. Um, I think that's an assault. That, that, you know, that's that's basically a, an assault. You know, you you turn around and put your a crook a crookula at some woman's face, and she didn't ask for that. Hey, that's an assault. You know. Um. So you know, in in, in the University of Tennessee is is, is having to deal with. Uh, some issues that are coming up from their past but Art Browse I don't have to tell you good luck coach because I believe you'll be in the NFL uh, coaching not a head coach next year but you'll probably be uh, some kind of position coach in the NFL this year and next year you'll probably move up to a coordinator position, office coordinator somewhere uh, in the NFL and if not there you you may be in Canada um, I think your brand of football would be very good in Canada you like to air it out you like to spread the field um, but don't worry about coach uh, he's rich he will um he, he, he will um he'll he'll bounce back he'll be fine um you know it's, there's there's no doubt that and that coach browse will be fine his net worth is eight million dollars so don't you don't you fret about Coach Browse. He'll be fine. And I'm sure he's leaving and the university still owes him money. So he'll be all right. Now, on the other hand, um, to leave, people don't like to hear about you getting shot. Um, you gotta come back this year and have a have a super season. I mean have a really good off season. It's gonna be kind of hard if you got shot. But um, you know, and and you know, and you you got some age on you too, you know. So it, um, it might be a, it might be good for you to have an off-season off season uh, off, not an off season, but uh, um, yeah, yeah, an off season off. So get yourself together, man, and stay out of them strip clubs. It's not a, it's it's not a good look for for um, NFL players. It's not a good look for athletes. Not a good look for professional athletes. Uh, and like I said, when you, when when you when you have when you when you have that kind of money you know um, you just it, it doesn't make sense to to to, um, to to be in position to be in positions to put yourself like put yourself out like that man it's just it just doesn't make sense and I I wonder why these guys continue to to um, to put themselves out there like that, when, when, when you know that nothing can come good from from being in strip clubs with a bunch of dudes that are thugs, and there are no metal detectors. me, bro. If there are no metal detectors, don't go. Don't go. Yeah, don't go. Please don't go. Yeah, and 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 Talib's uh, Talib's net worth is like nine point five million dollars. Come on, bro. It's just it... hold on. I take that back. He makes nine point five million dollars per season, and his total contract value, his total market value, is sixty five million dollars. So he he's earned. 65 million dollars in the NFL so he doesn't need to be out in a strip club if, you, if you've earned 65 million dollars in your career you really need to have the strippers come to you, you I know you gotta have a mansion somewhere or something that resembles uh, 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 18 rooms or 12 rooms I think I got at least 12 in my house so I know you gotta have maybe 18 22, 41 I don't know Man, if you got that kind of rooms, man, you know, you, you can have a couple strippers on for a couple of days. Keep yourself out of these strip clubs, man. It's really not worth it. Hey, thanks for listening to Sports Info, UM Radio Show. We'll be back next week with more sports information. And hey, all of us that have a chance, let's check out the Reachback Foundation over in um, Sanford, Florida. Sandra Henry, Reachback Foundation. Hey, guys, thanks for calling. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being a part of the Sports Info UM radio show. We'll be back next week with more sports information.
0: Thanks again for listening. Darrell Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.